there are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know, we don't know. I created the Me Movement on the Mic to help people realize that your life is so special and that you need to address all aspects of your life to become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm on a mission to provide you with tools to help you build a habit that sticks with you forever so you don't have to worry about starting your fitness regime every six weeks and falling off again. I understand that life isn't just about training, going to the gym, or having the best body in town, but also about great movement patterns, mindset, health, and community. Join me, Sally, as I help you filter through all the health and fitness stereotypes to help you embrace yourself while still enjoying a gelato or two. Come with me while we break the cycle of non-constructive behaviors through movement, mindset, and health. Let's get this episode started. Welcome, everyone. My name is Sally, and welcome to another episode of Me Movement on the Mic. That was a really interesting intro, and so I'm going to take you back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain what that intro was. But today's topic of the day is you don't know what you don't know, and Let's be honest, how many mistakes have you made? And I'm talking about everything, not just diet, exercise, recipes. I'm talking about being at work, um, you know, back in the day when you used to draft up a document and forgetting to hit save. Oh my gosh, I remember doing an assignment on one of my uh, sister's computers and I stayed up all night for it and I had it and everything was amazing and then, can you believe it, I forgot to hit save and that was back in the day when there was no autosave. So you can imagine my absolute grief, like honestly, I was so depressed about it because I spent hours, so much of my time in front of the screen. And that was back in the day when I didn't know how to type properly. Like I was using like a couple of fingers typing. So after that, I was like, right, I'm never making that mistake again. And I've got this habit now. Even now it's on autosave. I'm making sure I save something because I don't want to put so much effort into something. And then all of a sudden it's deleted. So that's basically the premise of today's topic. And I said it once, like the topic came to me when I was with my friend Rod Murray, who has his own podcast, shout out to Rod. Um, And I was like, yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And he's like, what did you say? I said, you know, you don't, don't, you don't know what you don't know. And Rod has a podcast called Talking Golf, so you can check that out. Uh, he's an amazing um, journalist. Uh, he's also a podcaster. And he, he, you know, if you need any help with your podcasting, please give him a shout. It's Rod Murray. You can find him. It's M-O-R-R-I. You can find him on Twitter. Or you can just go to TalkingGolf.com and you find him there. 
Anyway, so I'm there at his studio and I'm like, yeah, you don't know what you don't know. I was talking about uh, a training program and my my training's changed at the moment. Like I'm doing a bit more Olympic lifting and I was like, you know – um, the Olympic lifting is obviously very completely different to bodybuilding because bodybuilding is very aesthetic. It's lots of isolation exercises. Um, it's great for beginners. Like if you've never done bodybuilding before at the gym um, or you've never trained at the gym, the first thing you should be doing is building your body up. So it's it's an awesome form of strength training you know I love it I've done it for years I enjoy it yeah it's this aesthetic you know it's definitely about look because the idea is to become uh, symmetrical you know one thigh or muscle is supposed to look exactly the same or mimicking the other but it's not always the case and then you want to translate that to strength you want you know the right leg to be as strong as your left you know because that way if you perform a squat they're both quite strong and then you can, um, you know, hit um, a good, decent size uh, weight for a squat. So that's the that's the idea behind the bodybuilding. So I was explaining to him, I've got my new kind of program happening. I'm doing a bit of Olympic lifting and, you know, my coach kind of programmed some, you know, explosive movements like jumping and agility. And I was like, well, my brain is fried because I'm used to doing one thing and, you know, he's my new coach, he's, he's obviously teaching me, Aldo, shout out to him, lots of shout outs today if you're listening, um, amazing Olympic lifter, so he's showed me things and I was doing a lot of things wrong, but I didn't know what I didn't know, like I didn't know I was doing it wrong, uh, The it's very important for the path of the bar to travel vertically or very close to the body because you want to make it efficient, so that's that's what we're discussing and anyway, Rod's like, that's a famous that's a famous quote. That's actually a famous um speech. I'm like, what speech? So he played me that little intro of the beginning. And basically that was um Donald Rumsfield. I had to Google him and find him out. He was actually uh, a Secretary of Defense in 97, 1977, sorry. And he was just talking about he was responding to um, some claims and, he, you know, his whole quote was, you got to listen to this, guys, because it did my head in the first couple of times, but I'm going to I'm gonna say it nice and slow and, and, and if you're confused, you can always look him up, okay? Uh, Donald Rumsfeld. So here it goes. He said, there are known knowns, okay? So things you know. There are things we know that we know. Okay, cool. There are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things we know we don't know, but there are also unknown unknowns. There are things we don't know we don't know. And that was that was me when I was I was thinking I was doing the right thing with the Olympic lifting. You know, I was lifting the weight. It was great until someone said, "Okay, we're going to do a little assessment." Um, and break it down, A, B, C, D, and this is what it looks like. Putting it together looks much better. Obviously, I have more room for improvement, but what a big difference. So basically, if you don't know you're doing the wrong thing, I'm just going to use the word wrong, then how would you? How would you know? So... This podcast is about acknowledging the journey and understanding that 
a lot of the times we don't know any better because, you know, no one's, no one's told us. We haven't gained that information and, you know, um, we don't know. So what do you need to do next? Okay, so I've discovered that there's a specific way of lifting. It'll be more efficient. I'm going to be able to lift more weights. And number one, um, these are my these these are the points that I've kind of discovered within myself, and I think they'll be really helpful. These are the four points, okay? So you've been doing something, and you think it's right because you've got no idea. You can't compare it to anything, and then you've discovered, hey. I've gained this new knowledge or my coach has assessed me and they've discovered that, you know, my left glute isn't really, you know, working as hard as my right glute. So that's why I'm feeling a bit more uh, pain in the left. And that's why when I sit down, I've got lower back pain. It's because there's some kind of, um, there's some kind of weakness and some kind of instability there. So what do you do? Number one, don't be too hard on yourself because... There's no point in that. You know, it's like eating, you know, a pizza. I love pizza. I'm going to eat the pizza. It tastes delicious. Yeah, I might have gone over my calories, but in the whole scope of things, maybe next time I'm going to add less cheese or I'm going to add more veggies in it. Like yesterday I made a mad pizza. Oh my gosh. If you want my recipe to this pizza, it's such a great quick hack basically you can get like the pizza bases um, from Woolies and then you can add like tomato paste in it Deli- really nice you can add some herbs then you start the famous layering the layering includes I like eggplant I'm gonna put eggplant in. I like um, pumpkin so I've baked little square pumpkin pieces mushrooms tomatoes that's a lot of veggies sprinkle it with either some light tasty cheese or boccaccini I'm going to give the boccaccini a miss just into, because I'm just watching the calories at the moment and I want to eat that pizza. I want to enjoy it. So I'm going to do little hacks, okay? So that's how I'm going to switch it and change it and learn from it. Number two, even the best don't know. <laughs> even the best coaches, your um, parents, the most you think that they're the most smartest people in the world, they don't know things. Okay, so don't think there's going to be this person, they know everything. No, that doesn't, it's not the way it works. They might know, um, they might know more than you, but they don't know everything. Number three, the most important thing throughout the whole thing, and that's where I've compared my pizza analogy, is to learn. You got to learn. You got to learn from your mistakes so you don't make them again. I'm going to repeat that. You got to learn. From your mistakes, you got to learn the behavior. I'm going to use that word a lot here, behavior, okay? Because if you don't learn, then we're going to make that mistake over and over again. Does that make sense? How annoying is it when you make the mistakes over and over again? It's just like my computer. Honestly, if I if that hadn't happened to me. I wouldn't have be I wouldn't be so pedantic about saving things and I'm learning. I'm going to learn that I'm going to put all this time and effort and I swear, I promise that that document will not be deleted. Okay? So learn from it. Number 4. Now you know. Now you know. 
Don't make that mistake again. I think number three and number four have amalgamated together. So just to repeat, you know, once you realize, don't be too hard on yourself. Next step. Even the best don't know. So don't sweat it. Instagram life, you can flick through and people think they know everything. That's not the way it works. The most important thing is to learn. And now you know, now you know don't make that mistake again. Okay. So let's, let's apply this. Let's apply this to like, your weekend um oh you uh, like for example me i used to think i could out train my weekend binge and when i'm talking about binge i'm not talking about like crazy partying drinking i'm just gonna set a picture for you okay it's not like that it's just like you know what i'm gonna eat pizza and the next day i'm gonna have more high calorie dense food i'm also gonna go you know what I might as well. I've eaten all this food. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna continue on to the next day. Um, I love gelato. I love ice cream. I love. I love all the sweet stuff. Like, I think I blame the fact that I used to work at Coles when I was younger, and they used to have all these products, all these new products, all the these lollies and the new fancy drinks back in the day. Obviously, there's not as many as we have today. But there was so much and I just wanted to try everything. I was like, oh, I love this stuff. I want to try it. So that's how I am on the weekend. If I see something and I'm like, cool, there is a chocolate Easter egg and it's um, Caramello and it's calling my name. It's going to leave. I need to have it. And that's it. So I'm going to use that as the, as, as the example. So the theory goes, I can have a cheat. I can have a cheat. You you can have a cheat because you have worked so hard. Monday to Friday-ish, because Friday's the weekend starts, you had a salad every day. Oh, how well done for you. You had a salad, salad every day. You've had poached eggs in the morning. You haven't had any bread. You've been really good. You've been, you've been starving the whole time. Don't lie. You have been starving. You know, you're not a fan of... Um, the high protein, low deliciousness. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic because no one's a fan of it. Yeah, so uh, let's go Monday to Friday-ish. You are really good. And then you go, okay, I'm going to have a cheat meal. Um, and then I'm going to hit the gym, go hard on the, the Monday. Let that marinate for a bit. This behavior is quite common. And quite toxic. And I can tell you this. I can tell you this because I've been there. I want you to be aware of behavior. Like I can't believe how important habit and behavior is. Like at the moment, I'm basing my whole programming of clients and including myself on habit and behavior. Um, This is going to be a bit of a tangent, but what things do you like to do? Like, I'm not going to force someone to do something that they don't like. You know what I mean? Like, people go, oh my gosh, I just have to tell you. I have so many conversations with people, clients, non-clients, people that talk to me, people at the gym, everywhere, who feel like they have to run. I remember having this conversation with a client and I said, what have you been doing and why why do you think it hasn't been working? 
well, I've been running. I've been running. I was like, okay, cool. Do you like running? No. Like, okay. Why are you running if you don't like running? Hmm? Because I think I have to lose weight and that's the way I lose weight. And that's what happened before. What worked before doesn't always work now. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. That's probably another episode. But the idea behind it is the behavior and the thought. And it takes time to unravel that behavior because you've got to go, you've got to be, you got to dig deep and you have to be honest with yourself and tell yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I really doing this? And, and that's the next question. Why are you really binging? Is it because you've been starving throughout the week and then come the weekend you feel like you earned it? Or could it be a deep-rooted scar that you've had as a kid? Like I'm talking about, have you been teased as a kid? I've been teased. I remember this uh, in year five or six, we had a little journal and everyone would write in, hey, see you later. And then this girl was like, oh, see you later, fatso number two. And I was like, hey, hold on a second. Excuse me. Firstly, your writing is terrible. And secondly, how dare you write that to someone? So I remember that to this day. And obviously, it's definitely made an impact on me. Um, It hasn't been as bad as other people. I've had a really good support system. And then I was like, who are you? Whatever, dude. You can't even speak properly. You know, I was like, you're, you're just off the boat, whatever. You can't, even, you can't even put a sentence together and you're calling me fat, whatever, dude. So that's, that, that could be a deep-rooted issue. Have you been teased as a kid, you know, for the way you look or the clothes you wear? Or could it be something as simple as you've been teased because of your lunch, your lunch, like literally, like instead of you having a ham and cheese sandwich like everybody else because we're in Australia and I'm in Sydney and I think everyone was on the Wonder Whites and I wasn't. I was on the Lebanese bread. <laughs> Anyone who's uh, Middle Eastern or um, ethnic can relate to this. Um, so, yeah, so you've been teased. It's just that you were teased because of the, the lunch you had and, you know, you had this extravagant meal that now – now, those same kids who made fun of you go to the trendiest restaurants in Sydney and pay triple the amount. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I had hummus all the time and you got to pay for it. Whatever, dude. But let's not deny it. Eating is life. I'm not saying it's, you know, you should stop or stop to things that you like. It tastes good and it makes you feel good as well as it's social. How many people love hanging out with friends and having a barbecue, having, you know, cheese platter, drink and enjoying themselves? This is totally normal. But when you start putting up these unrealistic conditions to yourself, it's like, right, military, Monday to Friday for six weeks. How do you think that will affect you long term? I say six weeks because I see it all the time on Instagram, Facebook, join my six week challenge, lose, do this before and after six weeks. I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to who've lost the weight and then put on double the amount, who haven't learned anything, haven't learned anything. And it breaks my heart. Honestly, it breaks my heart because it's just a false information that's being fed to people. 
And, you know, people have this emotional attachment. Like you want to believe that you're doing the right thing and you want to succeed. This is totally normal. But again, this is unrealistic conditions and it is not a conducive behavior. So I'm going to ask you this. Are you doing the same thing? Are you dieting and training hard? When I say hard, I mean you go from zero to two sessions a week. Yeah, I had that conversation. And again, I think I've said it before, even when I competed and I was leaning down, I didn't even do two sessions. Granted, I did longer sessions, but I didn't do that. Are you dieting and training hard or have you done this before? Have you done this before? Have you done, oh, it worked for me before. I did like this challenge and it worked for me before. Why did you stop? Oh, I couldn't maintain it. I was tired. Life got in the way. I went away. Can you see this cycle? Can you see how damaging that cycle is? Because, you know, if I go back to the first points, did you learn? It's actually the third and fourth. The most important thing is to learn. Have you learned? And don't make that mistake again. Don't make that mistake again. And I'm going to go back to my whole PDF thing uh, or my document that I did in school. I wrote everything down and what a waste of time. If I kept doing the same thing over and over again, writing all my notes and then delete. Like really, that's how simple it is. If you look at it that way, that's the behavior you're encouraging. That's the behavior you're encouraging. Seriously. So can you see this cycle? It's okay if you're learning and you don't have it and you haven't done it before. It's okay. It's the learning, all right? And it's okay if you've done it again and then you go, oh man, I should have done that like this way because this other way didn't really work. But if this is going to be an ongoing battle of And these are the things that we need to get down pat. And these are the struggles that a lot of clients that I've trained over the years. Just, it's really hard to to, to grasp these concepts, Um, even though quite simple. So if you have an ongoing battle with not sleeping enough, okay, Um, training, eating minimal amounts and restricting the foods that you love. What happens when Easter comes and you're, visiting family so I picked Easter because it's coming how did I know I went to Woolies Easter eggs everywhere um and I know when Easter I got it on my calendar okay what happens when your Easter comes and you're visiting your family or they come over are you gonna say no Monday to Friday can't eat anything then I'm gonna binge or do you just go and you binge and you're there for two weeks wherever you are and then this loathing and the self-doubt begins. And this is the reason why I'm so passionate. It's because I've been there before and I said it. I completely get it. I get it. It has taken years for me to understand my body and create a system that works for me. And it, it comes with acceptance. And whatever happens in the past, has happened in the past has obviously shaped the way I am and it's shaped the way you are. And I'm pretty sure you're freaking amazing. Shout out to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming coming this far. But what I really want you to ask yourself is, um, you know, what's next? I want you to take notice of your behaviors. Do you call yourself fat and bring yourself down? 
like, oh, you're never going to accomplish that, you know? And it's not the vocal, like you're not going to say, you never say it out loud. You look, you constantly say it to yourself. And I want you to catch yourself when you do that. Catch and just go, hang on a second. Who is really talking and why is this happening? Are you constantly comparing yourself to others? It is normal. And in the age of social media, in the age of filters, oh my goodness, there are so many filters out there. I don't know what's normal and what's not. I don't know if that freckle is real or not. Seriously, there's a filter for freckles. There's also filters for stars around your head. Yeah? So, I mean, I I had one client you know, complained that they couldn't squat with a barbell. And for others, it was so easy. Not everyone can squat with a barbell, you know. Not everyone can be a champion swimmer. Not everyone can run that efficient. And, yeah, that's true. Some people are more efficient than others. And that's just the way the world works. That's the luck of the draw, you know. Some people have blue eyes. And some people have brown eyes. You, you're not, you, you aren't going to spend your life worrying that, hey, that person has blue eyes and I, I want blue eyes. Like you can change it with contact lenses, okay? But in this essence, that person has blue eyes, beautiful blue eyes, and you have beautiful brown eyes or green eyes, okay? And again, I, I can't believe how important behavior is, especially when you begin an exercise program. Like it will dictate your success, like seriously, and how much grit you have to keep going. Because let's face it, taking it slow and learning movements correctly versus 10 kilos in six weeks, I'm going to lose 10 kilos in six weeks, is much more appealing. It is appealing because we want it now. We're in the age of click and collect. Boom, I got what I want. Instant gratification. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way with your health. It doesn't work that way with fat loss. It's very linear. It's up and down. It's dynamic. Depends on many things. So the quicker you understand that, that it takes time, the easier it'll be and the quicker that you can start to acknowledge and be aware of the behaviors you have yeah because that's gonna tip you if you're getting up in the middle of the night and eating because that's a habit that you've had such a long time and then you're wondering why you know you haven't lost any weight think again that's the habit if you're not eating anything throughout the week because you're just really strict, you're on some kind of cleanse, or you're just eating lettuce or high-protein diet because it's working, and then come the weekend and everything goes up, or come Easter, and then you just, you got no control. Because you're starving, everything tastes good, you're with your family, so why? So how do you actually enjoy that? How How do you actually enjoy going with your family during Easter? Well, you just enjoy. That's what you gotta do. You've got to bring those stress levels down. Don't put too much pressure on yourself and enjoy. Because time flies. You don't know how many times you're going to be seeing, you know, all these beautiful family members together. Sit down, enjoy one 
day isn't gonna be the end of the world for you. Okay? So one day isn't going to be an end of the world. So enjoy it. Easter comes, enjoy it. And be, be careful of that self-talk. So what happens next, Sally? Well, what's your next step? Lose the weight and then what? Okay? So I'm going back to the whole, you know, taking it slow, learning movements correctly versus losing 10 kilos in 10 weeks. And again, will that change your behavior towards yourself? Or are you destined to repeat the cycle again? All right. And again, we go back to understanding. Don't be too hard on yourself. Even the best don't know. The most important thing is to learn. Now you know. Don't make that mistake again. Now you know. So what are the takeaways today? I've ranted on. I've talked about my personal experience with clients, their different behaviors, my behaviors, and the fact that there is a possibility, an absolute possibility quite high that you you can definitely change if you want to improve your behaviors. So what are the takeaways? If you expect different results and you're doing the same thing, then you are absolutely wasting your time. And your time, your time is precious. So make it worthwhile. Make it worthwhile, guys. You know, go in, enjoy what you do. Get a coach, get someone to guide you. Because as I said before, They've learned and they've made those mistakes and they invest time and effort and money into their craft. Like they've done it thousands of times before. They've racked up so many hours. It's like if I want an accountant, I go to an accountant who's racked up hours because they know what they're doing. So that's, that's one of the most important things. And remember, it takes time to understand behaviors and it takes time to be a better version of yourself. So don't be too uh, don't be too slack on yourself. Just enjoy the journey. And that wraps us up for this episode. It is a little bit long. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something from it. I hope you're a little bit more aware of your behavior. My name is Sally. Me movement on the mic. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you soon. Episode is over. Thank you guys for listening to Me Movement on the Mic. It'll be so appreciative if you like, comment, or even put a review. Thank you. Have a great day.